When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Pittsburgh baseball fan wants to hear about at this time of year or any other. Yeah, the Cardinals. Buckle up. You're going to hate this one. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Over the weekend, both Management teams in St. Louis and Chicago pledged publicly that they're going to spend more and significantly more entering 2023 and in the Cubs case beyond because the Cubs are obviously uh, several strides behind where the Cardinals are in terms of you know development and, and all that other stuff. I mean, the Cardinals are, are good. The Cardinals just won the division and they're not resting. You know why? Cardinals are competitive. Don't give me market size. St. Louis, same size market as Pittsburgh. I also don't want to hear about how the the Cardinals have this giant magical reach across the Midwest. They've still got just one stadium. They've got a stadium and a, a really, really rough urban core. I say that respectfully. I actually kind of like St. Louis, but I'm not blind, and I'll acknowledge that they're having a tough time. But they pack that place, and the management team cares. And there's a trust, a mutual trust, between the fan base and the ownership that might be unparalleled in sports when weighing all of the circumstances. In other words, if you're a Dodgers fan, you're not going to get all mushy or whatever about the ownership spending a ton of money because, you know, they have a ton of money to spend because of their epic local TV contract. Cardinals have a pretty nice deal, too. Cardinals also have a full stadium. But all of that, all of that came about as the result of trust. So what happens when the Cardinals season ends in disappointment in the playoffs? They won the division. Everything's okay, right? You can just wait for the next wave of prospects, right? You can just hope that somebody will make it from Memphis and help the team in St. Louis. Or you can do what the Cardinals did and pretty much fire their entire coaching staff. And you can do what the Cardinals further did and make the same statement that the Cubs did that they're about to up their payroll, which is already way over where it should be based on nothing other than their market size. Amazing how that can work if you have people who are competing at a real standard, at a high standard, and saying, this is the way we want to be. This is what our expectation is. See all those World Series flags that are out there? In front of the arch, when you look out to the outfield, 
We want even more of those. That's who we are. We don't care what the system is. We don't care how much the Dodgers and the Yankees and everybody else are spending. We demand excellence. Won't always get it, but that's the goal. Wow, crazy, right? This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. I'm not here to oversimplify this. I'm really not. And I'm definitely not looking to lower the general discourse about the local team. Because it is not as simple as spending, and it's definitely not as simple as wanting to win. But both of those things are inexorable parts of it. And what's scariest more than anything about the way the Pirates are currently constructed, and by that I mean at the front office level, is that there's no one like this. There's no. Can you picture any scenario in which anyone from Bob Nutting on down in that organization would stand in front of a group of reporters the way these executives from the Cardinals and Cubs did and say, hey, this isn't good enough. We're about to really ramp it up. Uh, We believe that our teams should be competing at a certain level. In the Cardinals' case, that means better than first place. In the Cubs' case, again, they have a lot of climbing to do. But can you picture... Just even in your wildest, most ridiculous, drug-induced dream, can you picture any of these guys standing in front of, whether it's reporters or season ticket holders or whoever, and saying, you know what? We've had enough. We've had enough. We are fed up with this. We, and at the same time, we're also encouraged by what we've seen. From some of these young players, we feel like we can fill five or six spots on the everyday diamond. We feel like we can fill three or four spots in the rotation. We feel like we can fill the back end of the bullpen. And now, and now it's incumbent on us. We, the collective leadership of this team, are pledging to you, the people who have been nuts enough to follow us. That we're not going to just sit still anymore. We're going to go after it. Not after the World Series in 2023 or whatever, but we're going to be competitive. We're going to show you that fire. We're not just going to sit still and make waiver claims and throw trash players out there in starting positions so that there can be another glorified summer-long tryout at PNC Park. We're done with that. We're done with that. We pledge that to you, the fans. And all 500, if it's even that many anymore, full season ticket holders. Believe it or not, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. That actually might be the number. This is, this is, it's so ridiculous to have to talk about this team day after day after day after day and to still keep coming back to the same subject, but it's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. Everything can be traced back to it. 
And even when I think I can get away from it, hey, let's just talk about who got left unprotected for the Rule 5 draft and whatever else. I see what the Cardinals and the Cubs are doing in the same division. I see the trusting relationship that's been developed over the past decade in Milwaukee. Uh, Again, one of the better examples in all of professional sports between the fans of the Brewers and Mark Atanasio, the owner there. And I see three out of five teams in the division. The Reds just don't know what they're doing. I, I just throw them right out. Every Like once every five years, they think they're the Yankees and they go and spend a ton of money. And everybody goes, Woo, look at the Reds, they're trying. And then they fall flat on their face because they can't develop and draft and anything else. But these other three teams, you know, and they're in the division with the Pirates who don't seem to be moved by anything when we come back J1Q Today's J1Q comes from Matt Costello who asks, Jason DeLay got nearly 200 plate appearances last season and over the weekend was dropped entirely from the 40-man roster. How insulted should I be over how badly my time was wasted over the catcher position last season? Sure, Roberto Perez got hurt, but then management gave up on the position. Matt, I want to separate your question, if I can, into two different thought processes. One is that I don't care what happened to delay. I do care about your other point. Delay was as fungible a player as existed in the majors, and he only looked like he was remotely decent relative to the rest of the catchers that were there because he came up and at least squirted some singles through the infield. And that, by the way, is all he did, slashing 213, 266, 271. He had absolutely zero pop. I'm surprised he even had a 213 average. He just found holes. I'm not sure the Pirates have had someone hit like that over such an extended time period um, in a lot of years, okay? Uh, He was okay. Tyler Heineman was okay. The real issue was the other one that you brought up. Five million went into Roberto Perez. Understandable. I thought it was a good move. The way he performed early in the season before getting hurt was encouraging, but he did come with the history of being hurt and being hurt in a big way. The same thing had happened to him in Cleveland the previous season. And he goes down and, you know, I... I use this term punting a lot on this show as it relates to management's approach, but there's no punt that's comparable to the one that they did at the catcher position. They just said, oh, well, we've lost our guy. And that was it. That was it. The fact that they had the young rotation, the fact that they had Ruanzi Contreras coming up from the minors and the potential benefit that would have come with, A, having Perez all year, 
obviously not an option. B, replacing Perez with a major league catcher, maybe not one who has a gold glove background and a pitching staff background the way Perez does, but somebody who's a major league catcher, you might have made those pitchers a little bit better, a little bit faster. And sure, some of these guys, Heinemann, DeLay, they were decent defensive catchers. But if you're all the way in, this is why I say all the time that it's not just about the money, at least not from the perspective that I'm seeking from this team. If you're all the way in, you consider all of the implications when it comes to losing a player at a position that's so valuable to so many others on your roster. Instead of just saying, hey, uh, what's going on on the waiver wire over there? I don't know. There's not really much here. Who do we got in Indianapolis? Nobody. Who do we got in Altoona? That's, that's what happened. That's what happened. Plug the hole. There's no sense of competitiveness. They can say it. They can get indignant, and they do when they're criticized over it. But where's the where's the action? Where's the the thing that we can look at and say, oh yeah, here, here's an example of where they were trying real hard. I appreciate the question. I came back to the same subject again, didn't I? <laughs> we're gonna do this again tomorrow. I'm gonna venture really, really hard to find something else to talk about. Mm-hmm.